All right. This is podcast numero dos. And I'm Dylan Fields, your host with Get Lucky Outdoors. I'm out in the garage right now, walking around with um, a lav mic, pulling arrows out of a target. So that's kind of going to be the basis of this podcast is kind of mobile. It's going to be the only podcast that's recorded while the people recording it are actually doing stuff. So don't steal my idea. No, I'm just kidding. You can steal it. But this is mostly a test. I'm going to be shooting my bow while I'm talking into this podcast. I've got a lav mic strapped onto my chest that I just got off Amazon. I figured this would be the only way that all three of us uh, could record the podcast, be heard clearly, and still be hands-free so we can do stuff outside. We got wind jammers on it, doubled up, so hopefully the sound quality is good. It don't have to be perfect. This ain't a podcast studio. This is us doing what we actually do, and you get to listen to it while we do it. So, this is a test. Let's see what my bow sounds like shooting. Ready, and start my squeeze. There was a bow shot from a carbon icon made by Bowtech. So, yeah, this is the podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to try to go do some trout fishing soon. And hopefully, see I got us three lav mics and uh, they all are equipped with wind jammers. So hopefully we can all walk up and down the creek while fly fishing or just trout fishing and talk to each other. That was another shot. And you'll be able to hear us while we're doing it. And I might use this lav mic on my way to work some do some podcasts about bow stuff, uh, you know, that sort of thing. It is, I don't even know what the date is, man. I'm so busy right now. It's, uh, I'm going to guess, November 26th. Yep, just had a long day of work. I'm sick. I apologize for sounding like a piece of crap. But you got to do what you got to do. Here goes another shot. With the carbon icon. Ready. Squeeze. Push, pull, squeeze. Nice. Man, I tell you. I just got this bow. It's new to me. Off of a friend of mine who was selling out of all of his stuff. And I flipped the flip disc, is what it's called, to performance mode. And, dude this thing shoots and the draw cycle is not super smooth to where I'm not strong enough to pull it right right now but I'm telling you once you get this thing back my Martin Hellfire when I shoot out here in the garage it's only like eight or ten yards and I can hear two distinct pops with my Martin Hellfire so it's like like I hear the bow fire and then I hear the arrow hit the target with this carbon icon, I don't know if it's just so loud that it makes it sound like one sound. I don't think it is because it seems quiet. But 
I feel like this arrow is reaching the target before the string reaches the string stop. It's awesome. Here goes my fourth arrow out of the carbon icon. Ready, push, pull, squeeze. It's a shooter, man. She feels good. It's not a lot of hand torque. You would think it would be, it being that loud and sounding that kicky, but it's not. It's not at all. Shooting really good too. I feel like I can. I feel like I can hold. <coughs> I feel like I can hold it up all day long once I get it back because I mean the bow seriously weighs 3.2 pounds. That might be bare. I don't know, but I mean I'm used to this uh, Martin Hellfire, which weighs. I don't even know. Like this bow I've got right now, I've got weights on it, a stabilizer, a big single pin sight. Um, I got a GoPro attached to it right now, and it's just super heavy. I'll sling one out of it and see if you can hear the difference. So the first shot coming up <coughs> will be my Martin Hellfire. I'm knocking the arrow right now. Locking my ripcord arrow rest up. Not a sponsor. And getting my grip right. Now, this is the Martin Hellfire Phoenix 35. So listen to the sound difference here ready drawing and that was the martin hellfire grab the icon really quick knock a new arrow and here goes the Carbon Icon by Bowtech. I mean, that thing just feels like it's shooting laser beams and it's just so light. <clears throat> That's the main reason I got this bow is for its lightweight features it's uh probably seriously it feels like a kid's bow like if you just close your eyes and feel the bow it feels like a toy fiberglass bow i mean it don't feel like anything <clears throat> but in other news a couple new things that we've been talking about doing is going bow fishing none of us <coughs> excuse me none of us have ever bow fished in our lives and we want to try it. I especially want to try it. I think I'm the pioneer of wanting to try it. I found a bow. If anybody knows who Tex Grebner Outdoors is, the guy that shot himself in the leg on YouTube practicing his uh, quick draw, <laughs> he uh, had a video of himself shooting a, it's called a Cajun fish stick. Fish stick. It's hilarious. It's red. And it's got like the drum on the front to where the stabilizer goes on your bow. And um, yeah, it comes with the string, the arrow, a uh, little safety thing on the arrow. I don't know a whole lot about it yet, but I know that I know I can shoot some fish with it. I'm sure of that. So we might get to take the low out and do some bow fishing coming up here pretty soon whenever the fish start coming up to the surface another shot with the Bowtech carbon icon
and another laser beam. All right, that's enough bow shooting for now. I'm going to put this thing up. Hopefully, <coughs> hopefully I can get out here in the morning and sling some shots before work. I've got to be at work early. So, yeah, let me check the phone, make sure my battery's not dead. Uh, we're good. <coughs> but, yeah, bow fishing, man. We're super pumped up. I, I'm really pumped. I've, I'm, I've seen people do it, and I never really thought that much of it. I was like, yeah, but you're shooting carp. What, what the heck are you going to do with those things? Ain't they loaded with mercury or <laughs> whatever it is? So I didn't personally want to go out and waste my time shooting carp when I could uh, go catch some smallies or some largemouth. But it looks like fun, and I was thinking I was... Like any sportsman or outdoorsman, you don't really want to just go around killing stuff for the sport of it. It's just not the way it's meant to be, I feel. But uh, the carp, what the heck do you do with them? So I was looking it up, and my family raises a garden every year, so that's what I'm going to do with them. I'm not going to eat them, I mean, unless, unless I just find some drop-dead tasty method of cooking them babies up to where it's as easy as like a smallmouth or a crappie. So what I'm going to do is literally go out and shoot a bunch of them, hack them up, throw them out in the garden, and plow them into the earth, just like Squanto did back in the day. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm going to try. It looks like a barrel of fun. You get out there with some buddies, you just sit on the front of the boat and launch some arrows man dad i'm out here in dad's uh taxidermy shop and he's got a new buck in here and i'm telling you this thing it's crazy he's got a point growing down into the back of his neck like for sure it's not broken nothing like that it literally just grows right down underneath the skin from the back of his head his brow tie like droops straight backwards but he's a nice nice 10 pointer counting that droop down brow tine. Like his G2s look like they're at least 10 inches long. Pretty deer. Looks a lot like the deer that I screwed up on. That I shot. For whoever don't know, I shot a buck back in, I guess it was about the 7th, probably the 7th of November. I think. It's either the seventh, eighth, or sixth, six, seven, eight, one of the one of the three. I don't know, but um, I was hunting in a new stand I'd never hunted before. I went back to my stand I was wanting to hunt, and I could see a dude sitting in a ladder stand on the other side of the fence. So I was like, "Yeah, I'll just go back and hunt Old Faithful." <laughs> hadn't nobody been hunted, <coughs> hadn't nobody hunted in that tree stand for probably. Uh, four or five years it, it's so old that i had my harness uh, clipped onto the tree before i climbed into the stand but when i did climb into the stand I, I realized it was solid and it was still safe enough to be in so uh i sat down and hunted the rest of the evening well about 10 minutes before no more shooting light you know how like when you're in the tree and it's almost you can tell it's starting to get dark but it just seems like those last few minutes of shooting light just goes like that. One second you feel like you're confident you could shoot, and the next second you feel like it's so dark you can't see your hand in front of your face. Well, he come out right before that happened. 
And he walked up, crossed the road, and came around and was going to go in behind me in a big cedar tree that I was in. And once he got behind that, I was never going to get a shot at that deer again. Well, out of that tree stand that evening. Because he was on a mission. He hit that trail <clears throat> and was headed straight for a scrape that I couldn't shoot in because I didn't even know the scrape was there till I got into the tree and seen it. Well, as soon as he got into the only shooting lane out of that tree stand, I stopped him. I already had my bow drew. I was ready to go. Uh, I anchored, put my pin on his shoulder, stopped him. He stopped, and he was quartered to me just a little bit, not enough to cause a problem, but just a little bit. And I wrapped my thumb around the trigger, and I started pulling with my back muscle. And when the shot broke, he jumped, flinched. It's the worst I've ever seen a buck or a deer, period, flinch from a shot in my life. And instead of flinching down, like they call jumping the string, like ducking really deep, that's what they call d ducking the string for whoever don't know, he jumped away from my arrow. It's crazy. Instead of ducking down, he ducked away from the arrow. And when he did that, Instead of the arrow going into his shoulder and his heart, is which is where I was aiming, it went in really far back and low. I mean, when the shot went off, it was I knew it was a perfect shot. I was like, I've killed this deer. This has been the best deer season of my life. I've killed three does with my bow plus this big buck. And I was excited he'd probably score at least at least 140 probably 150 he had really tall tines and he looked like a 10 or a 12 pointer i try not to look at their horns if i get a shot because you know you don't want to get buck fever too bad but yeah when the shot broke he jumped away from the arrow craziest thing i've ever seen it went in a little low and a little back but i thought it was still a good enough shot to kill him i watched my nocturnal knock disappear right into his rib cage he tucks tail and runs away from where I shot him at, away from me, 20, 20 25 yards uh, farther than he was, so he was probably about 40 yards at that point. He stops and looks around. And I was like, what on earth? I know that arrow went right through his rib cage, and that's a two-inch tripan by Rage. I was like, that's a, how is he not dead? Well, <clears throat> He just ghosts away right then and disappears. I don't even see him. I don't hear nothing, don't see nothing. I was like, that deer's dead right there. He just died, fell over. Well, it got it was already almost dark. And then I heard a big thump, sound like a sound like a deer falling over. And I was excited. I just knew I'd got him. So I get down, I go meet up with my uncle, we ride out on the Polaris, and it's my other uncle's. Uh, we meet up, we talk for a minute, and they're all excited. They just know that I got him too. I know that I got him. I'm just positive he's laying back there dead. We're super excited. Well, we head out to get him. All of us loaded up, grinning ear to ear, ready to go find a big buck laying in the woods. Uh, we get back there, follow his blood trail, and right to where I seen him standing for a second, huge pile of blood. Like at least a two or three foot radius of blood, speckles and splatters and whatnot. And then it turns and goes down the hill, straight towards the river. The water was up really bad from all the rain that we had been having that whole week in Kentucky, well, northern Kentucky. So, my theory is he ran over there, started realizing that he was dying 
turned and flew over the hill and gained speed and <clears throat> either made it to the river and died in the river just like my brother's deer did a few days later or he made it across that river and died right on the other side because two different people told me they seen buzzards in that area and the next morning we, <clears throat> we pulled out when the blood trail went thin over the hill because we didn't want to bump him and it was super cold so we knew he'd be okay overnight we pull out and i'm just sure that he's gonna be there the next morning well it rains all night long so any bit of a blood trail that was there is gone so me and steven go back with the intentions of looking for a white belly the whole time that's our plan look for a white belly and just comb the whole area we go all the way down to the river we go all the way up the river down the river looking for this buck in cedar thickets we finally i finally say man i don't want to look for him no more i don't think he's here i i, I just i don't feel it i don't know what it is we looked hard really hard for that deer and that's just that's the way it goes sometimes man <clears throat> that's what happens but that's deer hunting it's still fun i'm glad i got to see him i just wished i wouldn't have uh caused him pain for no reason <clears throat> but yeah a couple days later hogan shoots a pretty good buck almost in the same area and no it wasn't that deer because he didn't have no rage hole in him and uh a couple days after that even my uncle ronnie kills a huge one that me and steven had actually jumped back in bow season and uh he's awesome i'm actually looking at his antlers right now holding them hear that that's the sound of my hands rubbing antler lots of it too because he's a good buck probably wouldn't score that great because he's a uh he's like a mainframe 10 except on one side he's an eight but his horns are all flatimated on one side it's like a big bowl really weird kind of like a moose or something but yeah he's a really good buck i definitely would have shot him like i said he probably wouldn't score good but he's an old buck and that's what you know you want to kill mature deer on your hunting farm that way you have mature deer for the future but yeah he's got a lot of mass big old g2 on one side i bet his g2 on one side's at least 10 inches but yeah so that's what i was mostly excited to talk about is our new microphones i literally just got this one out of the pack hooked it up <clears throat> hooked it up put a wind jammer on it i've got it plugged into my iphone right now and i'm pacing around in my dad's workshop uh to where he does taxidermy at launching arrows so that's it for today thanks for listening this is uh the get lucky outdoors podcast there'll be plenty of more where this came from this is just another tester episode once we actually get out and start hunting i hope we can do these on the road while we're on our way to hunt and on our way from hunting and make it one episode so you can listen to it and it'll probably only be like 30 minute or maybe one hour long episodes so you'll be able to listen to us talk before the hunt and after the hunt and get to hear what we're thinking, what we're doing, what we're excited about, that sort of thing. And hopefully I can do a couple archery, uh, 
lesson podcasts, that sort of thing. Talk to people, um, answer questions maybe if anybody's got some. You can send them to our email at getluckyoutdoors at gmail.com. That's our handle on everything. Follow us on Instagram. Check out our YouTube channel. I post videos on there. I try to weekly. Sometimes I post two a week and then skip a week or sometimes I'll skip two weeks and then post one. It, I just I do what I can. We're, we're all working class people. So bear with us and thanks for listening. Bye.